Hello, my friends. It's Andy Falco Jimenez coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. And uh, this is the show called Vote, PYL Vote. Voting in just five days is so important that I put it in the name of the show twice. And so you want to make sure and be ready to go. Uh, I am sure that there are a few of you out there that have already mailed in your ballots, but I'm I'm suggesting to you that you go to the, mail, the, the, the polling uh, place that you are assigned or you fill out the um, the mailer. I still have mine right here. You fill it out and take it to Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, where they will make sure uh, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, which is a church. Uh, you take it to the church, and they will make sure that it gets to the proper county for which you are voting in, uh, whether that's um, L.A., San Bernardino, Riverside, Orange County. Um, there was another one in there. What did I miss? I'm sure there's another one, um, but make sure and do that. Okay, so I'm going to jump into this. I have been kind of sitting on this story for a while because I've been trying to make sure that I get all my ducks in a row. Uh, if you have been watching any of the things that I produce uh, here on uh, the social media, which is uh, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, um, Twitch, Rumble, um, you know that I do my very best to try to make sure that I get it right. I hate being wrong. Um, and the good news is I don't know yet that I have been on stuff. It doesn't, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, uh, uh, but I may have gotten something wrong. I'm just not sure what that is yet in regard to a show. Now I get things wrong all the time, <laughs> but when I'm putting it out there as information for you to make a decision as to which way to vote, um, I go out of my way to make sure that when I'm giving you something, that I'm sharing something with you, that it's the truth. And I'm as up to date on what is happening uh, in regard to an issue. Now, um, I'm going to try to stay focused because there's so much that goes along with this. I want to make sure you understand why it's important. Uh, because uh, just, the, just because there is a book in a library at a high school doesn't mean necessarily the district is falling apart just on based on that one book. And if you have, again, been a parent that's been going to the school board meetings or has been aware of uh, any of the happenings um, in regard to education locally, statewide, and federally, you know that it's deeper than just one book, that there's, there's other things that go along with it. And I want to make sure that that case is made because what happens, uh, the, the Democrats... Um, and the, the loony liberals will take one word and say, well, that's not happening, or that thing is ridiculous. But again, it's it, and this is one of the things I like to do. They like to throw a lot of things out there so that we catch one, take it out of there, but yet the 10 or 100 other things will remain in the darkness. Um, and they will, they will uh, make it sound as if we are focusing on something that's really not happening. And I'm going to make the case that it is happening and has been happening for several years. And Freeman and Buck and the other liberals that used to be on the school board um, are at fault in both the drop in our education here at PYLUSD. And then if you're watching this and you're in another district like uh, uh, Chino Valley or Orange Unified or uh, Anaheim Union or um, uh, Coach, uh, not Coachella, well, Coachella Valley, of course, um, but uh, any of the other ones which I've done shows on and, and interviewed school board members that um, these are some of the things that you need to be made aware of that are happening over and over and over again and in uh, many different ways to try to get stuff under the radar because teachers are being taught to do it under the radar, to do it under the radar. And uh, I've shared you uh, that article that they tell teachers to be like uh, prostitutes that they operate in the darkness. And it's an article that the CTA, the NEA, and the APLE think is important that teachers have to learn how to operate in the gray area or in the darkness. So this story today is about this book right here. It's called, This Book is Gay. Uh, got my hands on it uh, down here at the bottom. As I bring it closer, you'll see that it says Yorba Linda High School, the property of Lord Yorba Linda, or it was, 
it was the property of Yorbalind High School. Uh, inside, just to make sure you understand that this is a book, this is Yorbalind High School Library, and it gives the, the address and everything, that this book was in the library. It got checked out. Here is a little note that says when the book uh, is due and when it has to be returned. I had to look to make sure nobody's name was on it. <laughs> um, but that was that's inside the book. So this book was in the library at Yorbalind High School. Okay, you say, well, okay, a book called This Book is Gay uh, by Juno D Dawson. You know, maybe it was in there, but that it's not that big of a deal. Well, I, again, I want you to stick around. Please stick around. Please stick around uh, and then share this out to other people so they can get the whole picture of what it is that I'm trying to deal with here um, in regard to why this one thing is a, uh, a, a symptom of a disease that we need to rid our school district of. All right. I just I am asking you, you stick with us. I need to first make sure and read. Um, I first got a text and I want to make some things make sure something's very clear because I promised I would. And that is that the principal um, at the school um, and the vice principals principal or principals. I, I noticed that there's more than one. So you have Richard Din, who is the principal. Uh, and I see they have two assistant principals. I think I'm dealing with in regard, uh, in regard to this book is Bird Potter, Potter, which is down there at the bottom. And then you have John Aid. He's an interim assistant, uh, assistant principal. I'm not sure that he's involved in this at all. But Bird and Richard uh, did the right thing and made sure that the book uh, was no longer um, in um, the in the library and no further copies would be in the library. I have the one copy I think that was in there uh, now, but it, it's not mine. It's, I'm not sure whose is. <laughs> it's not due yet, so it's okay. Um, uh, I don't think it's due yet. Um, it might be. Um, but I, it, they look to make sure there's no other copies. They also said, and I, let me actually read the statement from the parent. It said, um, since the school went to bats for us and banned the book and contacted the district, the PYLUSD, to make sure no other schools have it in their library, I want to make sure to not make the school look bad. They made it right, and the principal didn't even know about the book until I brought it to their attention. Okay, so I want to make sure that that's clear. The principal, which is Mr. Din, right? Hold on, I've got too many windows open up over here. Mr. Din um, stated that he didn't know it was there. Um, the the print the the uh, assistant principal at principal, I believe, Bert Potter, who was made aware of the book at the time, uh, took action, contacted the principal, and said we need to do something. And they took action and made sure it was removed. Now, the word "ban," which is in the text, is is important because I want to make sure that I address this because that's one of the things we get attacked uh, on as conservative parents or parents that are concerned. And I'm sure there's liberal uh, parents that are concerned and there's probably um, other uh, political leanings that are um, uh, concerned about something like this that may be in the library. Removing it from the library, I guess you could say that it's being banned from a high school library, but essentially banning makes it sound like we make we want to make sure the book gets burned or banned off the planet. We just want to make sure it's clear that we do not believe there's certain things books or films or um, thumb drives or what have you that are in our high school libraries or teachers are not giving them to our children that are pornographic. That we would also say, I do not want Hustler magazine in the school library. I do not want Penthouse magazine. I don't even know if these things still exist, but if they did, I don't want them in the, the school library. It's not, I'm not saying we need to burn them and take them off the planet. We have a constitutional right here in the United States, the first amendment, that these things are allowed. Now it's up to us as parents to police what is in environments where our children are. In our home, we would make sure if we are good parents that they're not in our home. Now, if you as a parent, liberal parent or democratic parent, whatever, you think these things are great, then you can have these books and you can read them on Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, whenever you want to read them to your ch child, you have the right to do that. So we cannot ban it from your house, but we can say, you know what, there are a lot of um, Christian kids, Muslim kids, um, Jewish kids, um, Mormon children, that their parents don't think that this kind of thing belongs in the school library. Feel free 
um, whatever you want to call yourself at home, <laughs> to have this in your home library. You can have it there. So we're not banning it from your home. We're just saying it doesn't belong in a high school library. All right. So is that very clear? So I want to make sure and now address why this book is inappropriate just to make sure. Now, this is one of the things I've struggled for a very long time, a long time, you know, whatever. It's been a week that I heard it, that the parent contacted me and said, hey, this book was in the library. What do you think? Should we what, what should we do? And he and then he he and his wife took action and, and that kind of stuff. And and over the several days. Um, I wanted to make sure and read it for myself and make not I haven't read every every part of it. I just went to the areas where um, and skimmed through it and found certain things in there that confirmed my concern about this book being in there. I'm not concerned about this book, whether it's gay or straight. I don't care if this book is about teaching somebody to be a furry. What is it in the book that is pornographic? That's what's important to know. That is the thing that I object to. Uh, I could care less if your child is gay. I could care less if your child is transgender. I could care less if your child thinks they're a cat. Um, I'm talking about what is it that's in the school and all the other parents that I talk to are concerned about what is it that's in the school in regard to what they're pushing on the children or, or saying is okay to our children when we at home say it's not okay. It's not okay to sext a friend. Um, a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, or if you're a boy, another boy, or if you're a girl, another girl. It's not okay to sex pictures of yourself naked. It's not okay to do these things. And then they go to school and they get a book that says, oh no, this is fun. That's the problem that we have. Uh, really quick, I have a, a comment on here. I just wanted to take a look at it really quick. Hey, Cher, nice to see you. Um, she wants me to call her later. <laughs> Hey, Cher. Nice to see you. One of my dog training clients back in the day. Um, and so um, that's those are the things that we're concerned about. So let me go ahead and take you to the inside. So um, here, here is uh, this. I think these are from chapter nine in the book. And I took screenshots of the book as opposed to taking out the words and then typing them in in a comment and sharing them with you. I, I don't want there to be any confusion that these are from the book. These are things that are in a book that is in a children's library so that they could read um, uh, and, and think that it's okay because it's encouraged. Basically, porn is fine and fun, but it is no way real. You can take ideas, but it's definitely not for beginners. Everyone, including young, gay, lesbian, bi, curious, and queer people is entitled to high quality, expertly taught sex education. That's just one. Oh, actually, really quick. I want to put this up. I did. I meant to do this at the beginning. At the beginning, it says uh, caution. I want to make sure that you understand and make sure your children are not in the room while you're listening to this or watching this so they can hear it. But ex explicit sexual content will be discussed. Parents use discretion when playing this video and or audio. Sorry about that. I meant to play that earlier um, or uh, post that earlier. All right. So that's that's just one. Um, I, I, there's worse, but I'm not, I'm not going to say the worst. I'm not going to put the worst in because then I, I felt like, you know, if I'm doing that, then I'm essentially doing the same thing that I'm telling uh, our school district not to do, but I, I'm going to share with you just enough. There are, there are worse things in this book, but uh, how about this one? Uh, it says uh, part one, boy on boy sex, and it has a diagram of a cisgender boy, uh, whatever that is. There's a definition in the back of the book. Uh, I did read it, but I've already forgotten what they mean by a cisgender boy. Uh, but then it talks about where a, a, another boy should be kissing another boy. And that, that picture actually goes all the way down to the feet. I cut it off because there's other stuff below that part of the book. This is uh, in the book. All right. So again, is this appropriate for our children to be shown? And that has been approved by the librarian. I'm going to get back to the librarian in a one minute. But again, the, the principal and the vice principal did not know that this was in there, assistant principal. All right, next to go to another little screenshot here. Saunas and sex parties, as this is a guide to all things gay. It would be wrong for me not to mention the things most brochures would gloss over. And then it goes on to explain what children could find at a sauna and a sex party. Again, things there are worse things in this book that I'm not going to show you. I'm just telling I'm showing you the things that just should uh, pique your interest as to wow, why is this why is this in a kid's library? Um, the next thing is, um, I'm just gonna read the last paragraph there. It says, however, all people gay or otherwise must recognize that there is one universal truth of the universe. We all want to have sex with loads of people 
unless you're asexual, obviously. Obs. Obs. Um, without making this a religious religious uh, show, which I show so badly of fighting off because I want to make sure that this is just not about Christianity. It's not about that. It's just that if you are talking to your kid, if parents talk to their kids and say, listen, find the one person that you can spend the rest of your life with. I am a divorced parent. I did not want to have more than one wife, but I did fall into the unfortunate situation where Maybe I was sinful. Maybe she was sinful. Maybe we we're both sinful. And then we grew. We 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 grew to a point where it, we just could not stay married, and we got a divorce. And that and I and I and I'm so sorry for my kids. And I and I'm so sad that we could not keep it together. And that is wrong. And I, that's it because it's it's not healthy. It's not healthy for our kids for parents to get divorced. It just isn't. Everybody knows that. Uh, there, there's not one single person that doesn't understand that when parents get married and have kids that they the job is to stay together and raise the children together. But at some point, sometimes things go wrong, but it, it's things go wrong. It's not right. And for them, this book to say, hey, it's obvious that the universal truth is that we all want to have sex load. OK, maybe that's true, but that's our sinful nature. And that's as far as I'm going to go on a on a on a on a religious standpoint. But why, if in our home, we're trying to teach our kids to to not to understand to fight that maybe maybe there is some truth to the idea that that as um, uh, as human beings that we do have these desires but we want to fight those desires we want to fight them to stay with one person that we have decided to marry we want to fight any urges to do those things and yet here's a book is is saying ah ah it's a universal truth. It's okay. <laughs> Ignore it because the chapter goes on <clears throat> to explain, you know what? Everybody feels that way. Just do it. And it's fun to have multiple um, sex partners. Lots of them, as it says in the book, that it's okay. And it see, it, do you see what I'm saying? It just goes against what parents are encouraging kids to do. Do we know that there's a chance that they will try certain things and experiment and do this kind of thing? Absolutely. But our job is to keep them from making so many mistakes that it harms them for the rest of their life or makes them sick or injures them or, or puts them in a situation where it's dangerous because it does lead them to a path, whether it's religious or not, it will lead them to a path of destruction if they do not hold it together and fight off certain things that they will be, uh, um, they will feel like they want to do and to fight it and to not do it. It'd be, it'd be like, it's like that. Like I only have $20, but I want the $25 thing, but I can't afford the $19 thing. And they, and they have this urge, like maybe I could just take it right because of our sinful nature. Sorry to go back to this re re religious thing for a second, because of our, our, our uh, uh, human nature, that's even better because of human nature, we do have these urges and these desires from time to time, but we need to fight them off. We only have $20 or whatever money I said that we had $20. We can only afford the $19 thing. Do not steal the $25 thing. It's the same thing. But when parents are being um, uh, rail, not railroaded, when they are being undermined by the school who is supposed to be trusted, teachers are supposed to be trusted, librarians are supposed to be trusted to do the right thing. When we're being undermined as parents, that's when it becomes wrong. And this book is teaching something that is exactly the opposite of what parents should be teaching their children. So um, I'm sorry, I didn't want to go on a rampage like that, but I did. So is this book meant for kids? Because you hear me keep saying kids. This is for children. This book is for children. This is not for parents. The very last chapter, see where I have this marked? The very last chapter says something. If you are a parent <laughs> at the very last chapter, hey there, parents and caregivers, how's it going at the very end? that this is not written for parents. This is written for children. And another, and more proof this is written for you because look at these graphics. A guide to recognizing your gay saints. Who are gay saints? What are you talking about? And you see the graphics, how they're cartoonish. Every graphic in here is a cartoonish type thing, which is clearly not for, for parents, it's for kids. And this is throughout the book. All right, so I wanna make sure, I just wanted to bring you just enough for you to understand why this book needed to be removed from our library. And it's not about that it says that it's gay. It's not about being a homophobic as we will be called and I will be called at some point. Uh, it's not about any of those things. It's about, it's it's pornographic and it doesn't belong in the, in the school. It undermines 
the teaching of good parenting um, at, at every angle, every aspect from, from just every aspect. I, I can name them all off, but this is not a thin book. Look how thick this book is. This is not like a little pamphlet. This is um, a very thick book of information all about sexual positions and what to do and how to do it and where to go and how to find it. And it, it is, again, an, an, an undermining of, of good, solid adult uh, teaching. Um, Carol says, totally not a history book. <laughs> Absolutely not. What about STDs and AID and AIDS? Uh, sorry, um, which is AID. Uh, how, uh, how that book was approved by a high school librarian. This is crazy. It, it does address making sure that you use protection. <laughs> I will give it. I want to make sure and give it something positive. And it does talk about using protection. That That is for sure. But And it talks about SED, uh, STDs and other things like that. But it does address those things. But again, as I've told you, I was a sex crimes detective at Anaheim Police Department for a number of years. And of course, as a police officer, you investigate uh, uh, all types of things um, that um, <laughs> you should see these things that are popping up on my screen right now. Um, and the that's one thing to wear protection. It is the activities that it, it, that it discusses, like fisting and um, bondage and uh, sadomasochism and things like that, that that's that's beyond um, just sex that will cause injury and sometimes death. And some of the homicides or some of the deaths that I investigated, or even things that we thought might've been suicide turned out to be where uh, auto asphyxiation, where somebody was sexually doing something that caused them to die, which is choking while they're doing other things, which I don't want to get too graphic that these things that are in this book is what it leads down to, again, as opposed to teaching good, solid morality when it comes to sex and waiting till you're married, it goes into a very dark area of sexual activity that causes death. And again, it, it, it can cause injury that somebody may be affected by for the rest of their life. All right, let me, let me move on. I want to I get these. Here, I'm going to show you what's coming up on my, somebody's texting this on my YouTube uh, sex fine biz, private dating chat girls. Do you see these things? These are the things. These are just multiple uh, messages that are coming up on the screen from YouTube. Where is this stuff coming from? It's from people that write books like this and, and write them for children and push them into our children's uh, 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 libraries. And this particular librarian, her name is uh, Sarah Phillips. And Sarah Phillips is the one who made sure that this was in the library. And you could go to the Yorba Linda High School website and you can uh, message her and ask her why. Say, why, why did you make sure that this book was in there? And you didn't do it with the permission nor the, um, uh, the, um, with the awareness. You did not uh, give uh, the, the, the vice principal and the principal a heads up or the school district. So you may want to address Sarah Phillips and ask her about that because she's the one who made the sole decision to put it in there. And again, it's not like, um, this is like an accident. She, she, somebody had to take the time to put the sticker on there. The sticker's laminated on there. It's, it's underneath the lamination. Uh, and then, then, then there's a stamp. Sorry about that. <laughs> Getting a phone call. Uh, and there it is. There's the stamp inside. And so this wasn't like, oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know how the book got in there. It, it fell out of my purse. No, it was uh, purposefully put into the library so that it would be in there for children to find. Um, and other books are in there that uh, Sarah Phillips, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, uh, made sure that we're in there. All right. So now to get to my point, why is this? You know, we could look, look at this in the principal and the vice principal, which, again, did the right thing by making sure that it was removed. They contacted the school district. They went to every library in the school district, supposedly, and made sure that it wasn't in there. Uh, in any of the other school libraries, you know, uh, elementary schools, the junior highs and the high schools. So this book and maybe a few others were were taken out or uh, if they were even in there at all. But why, why, and you're saying why, you know, I had this lady, what's her, uh, let's see if I can find her a screenshot, Kathy Corcoran, who said, I don't trust you with comments that call teachers failures and evil. Mask and vaccine uh, vaccines protect students and teachers and is not nonsense. But here's the part that I think is important for you to see. It says teachers do not teach curriculum that have not been approved by the district. You see that part here? Let me bring it up as a banner. 
teachers do not teach curriculum that has not been approved by the district. Now, again, why this sentence is so deceptive and when we've heard teachers get up in the school board meetings and we've heard the uh, teachers union, uh, Mannion, uh, the, the president of, of the uh, um, Association of Placentia Linda Educators, uh, Linda Mannion, um, again, teachers get up and say, teachers are not teaching curriculum that's not allowed. It's not, we know what curriculum, the school board knows what curriculum, the, the district knows what curriculum is approved and they're allowed to teach this is the very problem. This book being in the library is, again, exposing exactly what it is we've been talking about. It's not about the curriculum because we know it's in the curriculum. It's what the teachers and librarians are doing in the gray area, in the darkness, behind everybody's back. The, the, the assistant principal, the principal, the, the uh, district uh, superintendent, the school board members, supposedly, maybe uh, uh, the other two of them did, but maybe, I don't know, who knows. But... This is what we're talking about. This book says Yorba Linda High School on it was put in the library exactly the way that we've been warning for three years. The parents that have been standing up, the parents that love their children enough to show up at the school board meetings, the, the parents who are fighting against this nonsense, because it's the best word I could use um, that doesn't offend anybody, is happening. It is happening. Here, I'll prove it to you. Not only is this book, here's a here's a parent uh, going to bring it to your attention at a school board meeting and tell you exactly what happened to her child. D, Brent D, and Maria Stubbs. I'm a language arts teacher and an avid reader. I love that books force you to imagine plots and characters, and they go on to live with you after you put books down. But recently, my daughter was assigned a book and innocently opened it to page seven, where, she, where it read, hey you, I knew your mother. Did you know that? I knew her real good. I took her from behind by the creek over there. What a tight little sugary C-U-N-T she had. That was page seven. Her teacher had given her no heads up, so she Googled the plot and decided she could not study it. She was told that the book had a difficult chapter, but it would be skipped. Have you ever handed a kid a book and told them not to read a part of it? Spoiler alert, they do. By the way, other teachers did not skip it and played an audible version of a very descriptive rape in their class, and this rape is central to the story. I didn't get your permission to read it to you, so I will not expose you to the imagery that goes on in my mind since I did read it. It goes on to include an attempted suicide. Parents were never warned, never asked to discuss this with their students, never given an option to skip it. So most of us never knew the images being put into our students' heads. And the thoughts and feelings that they may have struggled with are sorting out rapes and suicide attempts. Great job, district. And it's been going on for years because members of this board approved this book to be in their hands. Why do we settle for this? Why do we want this for our kids? This book should be on library shelves and sold on Amazon, but it shouldn't be in our classrooms. If it was shown as a video the way it is written, it would be distribution of child porn. Good job. So there's a parent showing you again that these things are, are being done. This, this, this particular book is apparently, according to her, and I haven't been able to confirm that, was approved by the district for teachers to give to their children. <laughs> Was it in the curriculum? I don't know. But we have a wide range of things happening. We have teachers and librarians doing things that are not, uh, have not been approved by the, the uh, principal, the assistant principal, the school district and the school board. You have school board members like Karen, Karen uh, Freeman and Carrie Buck. And again, prior to um, Leander Blades, Sean Youngblood, and Marilyn Anderson, there were three other liberals on the uh, school board who, who did allow these things, apparently. This book may have been one of those things that was allowed by the school board. I know for a fact that Leander Blades and Sean Youngblood would, would, not, uh, not, would not have allowed that book on there. Uh, not sure about Marilyn Anderson. But I do know uh, that uh, Karen Freeman and, uh, and Carrie Buck are the people that have been around for decades uh, especially Karen Freeman, um, and has approved some things that are probably uh, like this or worse. All right, so do you see where this is going? Is it about this one book? 
It could be, but, but it's not. It is about more than that. It is about what is happening, why we are not, why we've lost control of this district and other districts across the state of California and across our nation. Let me bring you something else here. It's really important. And that is a story out of, um, oh my gosh, Conejo Valley. So Conejo Valley, this, um, this is a story uh, out of the City Journal. And it's entitled, A California School District's Mounting Deceits. The subtitle is, In In Behavior Typical of Many Such Battles Nationwide, Canal Valley Unified Schools uh, Officials Scorn the Concerns of Non-Progressive Parents. This is dated November 2nd, 2022, which is just a couple weeks ago. Mark McLaughlin, superintendent of Conejo Valley Unified School District in Ventura County, California, told a local newspaper an apparent falsehood on Saturday. In an article published by the Thousand Oaks Acorn, he insinuated that a now nationally reported incident of a seventh grade boy masturbating in class never happened. Carrie Bergert, the mother of the girl in the boys' class, accused the district at a September 20 school board meeting of withholding the incident. Her comments, which McLaughlin brushed aside at the time, went viral in conservative media. Oh, my gosh. Another phone call. Um, uh, Her comments, which McLaughlin brushed aside at the time, went viral. Uh, McLaughlin alleged in the Acorn article that the coverage instigated a death threat against him, and he said that he is considering a defamation lawsuit. However, along with Bergert, a district employee with knowledge of the incident, and Katie Chase, a mother of another girl in the same class, both confirmed to me that it happened and that the teacher sent the boy... Why would she send the boy to the principal office if it didn't happen? Five district employees and one former employee interviewed for this article requested anonymity. So uh, you have a whole bunch of people that said that happened. You have the, the superintendent who's claiming that it did not. The spectacle could be regarded as an isolated case of misbehavior and publicized mishandling of a sensitive situation among school kids. That would be a mis- That would be a mistake. McLaughlin's obstinacy in the face of parental concern is a representative example of public education officials in California scorning the concerns of non-progressive parents. Their behavior has bordered on contempt, and they're talking about the, the superintendent, in the Caneo Valley over the last year as the district and parents clash over policies regarding student sexuality. I'm sorry, this is going on, but I have another two, uh, two more paragraphs I want to read. It says everyone, or actually three more paragraphs. Everyone is walking on eggshells, a district employee said. Our teachers are feeling very uncomfortable that they may lose their job for taking a stand against this kind of nonsense or because they have to go behind parents' backs. Nothing exemplifies this problem more than the district's transgender policy. Teachers were presented a training document this school year explaining that district employees shall not disclose a student's gender transition to anyone without the student's consent. A form used to record a student's gender transition accordingly no longer requires a parent's signature as it had in previous years. The training document cites a California Department of Education CDE, a legal advisory and FAQ document which suggests that state and federal laws may provide minor students with a right to privacy Violation of that privacy, it warns, could constitute discrimination. Disclosing that a student is transgender without the student's permission may violate California's anti-discrimination law by increasing the student's vulnerability to harassment. The document says the federal law cited is the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act. Let me read this important paragraph. But advocates for parental rights contend that no such federal right to privacy for minors exists. A minor's right to privacy is traditionally held by the parents, said Will Estrada, president of the Parental Rights Foundation, pointing to Supreme Court precedent. Leroy Rooker, former director of the Department of Education's Family Policy Compliance Office, similarly told Bethesda Magazine in 2021, there is absolutely nothing in FERPA that would say that would violate FERPA by disclosing that gender transition to parents. The violation would be in not disclosing it if the parents requested it. So I know that was a lot of information to read, but I just wanted to make sure that we covered the entire base. And so what you have are you have progressives, liberals, Democrats that are saying we must put (laughs) I almost said a cuss word. We must put stuff like this in the schools. We must be talking about, uh, uh, you know, how to hide Uh, These sexual, um, pornographic uh, journals, books, um, videos, 
um, uh, discussions from parents. If we didn't hide it from them, we would be in violation of some uh, law in California. The truth is that is a bunch of BS, if I can say that. I think I can. That here is, here is again, a, a number of things. We have a book. We have uh, uh, that it was in the library. We have a teacher giving a student, the mother uh, that I, I played you in RPYLUSD uh, as a student in the in the in the in a class where the teacher gave an approved book that was pornographic in the PLUSD. Not sure what school her, her children her child goes to. We have a story in the Caneo Valley where a kid was masturbating in class and the superintendent tried to hide it and said, we can't say anything about it um, uh, because of what, what, for whatever reason. And he even went on the record and say that it didn't happen. We have a, a number of other things that have happened over the last couple of years that I've shared with you that, that parents have gotten up on the podium and shared you that this is not just one um, uh, single issue it is a large number of issues where we're headed down a down a, a very dark road in our schools and if we do not get carrie buck and karen freeman off of the school board and elect todd frazier and rich ingle we are going to continue to head down this very dark road because we do not have enough people on the school board looking at these things um measuring whether or not a book should be included uh, in a in a curriculum. Apparently, that book that the mother had just read was approved by the school board. Um, and again, I know I, I feel confident they they could call and let me know if I'm wrong that they did not approve that book. It's again, I don't know for a fact because I haven't asked them about it. I probably should have before I did the show. But um, I, I just want you to know that these are things that we need to know about. And, uh, and need to vote in people that will take a closer look at some of these things. And again, it's not a religious thing. It's a, it is appropriate to have pornography in, in classes, in libraries, whether it's uh, elementary school, middle school, or high school. And the answer is no. One last thing uh, before I let you all go is that we have to fight the teachers' unions. The teachers' unions is really one of the main reasons I just want to make sure I'm, I'm sorry. I want to make sure I, I, I say this right because progressives come in the form of superintendents. They they come in the form of teachers. They come in the form of uh, Cal State University Fullerton and and uh, University of Ch uh, Chapman Chapman University, um, who are teaching the teachers that they for a period of time have been putting them in our schools for decades, and now they say they're not going to, which is good. Um, and those are all problems too. But the teachers unions, either the cabal of the teachers unions, the NEA, the National Education Association, CTA, the California Teachers Association, the APLE, the Association of the Parent, uh, the Placentia Linda Educators, this cabal of the teachers unions is conducting like a like a puppeteer, the state of California, the teachers, the superintendents, and, and in this case, at least two um, school board uh, trustees. <laughs> trustees. <laughs> And and making sure that it's very clear what it is that they want teachers to do. They are they are pulling the strings and, and making sure that these things ha continue, whether it's right out in front of us where they used to happen and we just ignored it because parents weren't paying attention or now it's in the darkness uh, uh, in the gray areas. How do I know that? Because the NEA has a website and I've showed you this before, but I'm going to bring it up just one more time just so you can see it. The NEA has this website and you can see it's the NEA because it says so right here. Do you see my mouse? Uh, clicking right there, it's, it says NEA, that's the National Educator Association. This is their website. And it's, this is a, one of the pages, which is about sex education. Uh, if we go to sex, ETC, sex, et cetera, here, they push this button, uh, this page comes up. Oops, sorry. Uh, where'd, I, where'd it go? I'm out, I'm out of order. How did I fall out of order here? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong thing. Here we go. Uh, so it goes to... Wow, I did have it. Hold on one second. Oh, man, Oshevitz. Oh, here we go. Sorry about that. Sex, et cetera. Sex, et cetera. This page that it goes to, again, from the NEA website, the National Educators Association website, a teacher's union, uh, which is only responsible from pre-K to, to, to grade 12, brings you to this website where it talks about all kinds of sex education, all the way down to way down here at the bottom where it says transgender men can get pregnant too. 
um, book talks role in bisexual visibility and Heartstopper season one of Netflix Heartstopper uh, premiered. And I'm sure there's all kinds of sexual content in there. Uh, and it really goes heavy on making kids believe that the LGBTQ must be the majority uh, of some sort. It then goes on uh, to this uh, this uh, pamphlet, which I showed before, which is a pamphlet. It's a cookbook, they say, um, that, that, that sex acts that don't get enough play. And it goes on to teach about sex and how to do it, what steps to take, uh, bondage, again, how to do it, what ingredients you need, which is rope and belts, a safe word, uh, a, a S load of, uh, of, con uh, of consent. And it goes through the steps of how to do it. Uh, it talks about rimming. It talks about domination, sadomasochism, as I talked about before, which is dangerous and can kill people. Uh, sexting, the whole, the one thing that we want to do with all of our kids is, of course, we want them to sex another kid and send naked pictures to other, uh, the opposite sex or even the same sex. Of course, we want that to happen. It gives them suggestions on how to get started in a conversation. And then it goes on to talk about fingering and muffing and, and your inguinal, inguinal gland canals. I don't know what an in inguinal gland is uh outer course masturbation fisting which again can kill you if you don't do it uh in a way that is safe i, I, I mean i don't know if, is it safe to even do it all i don't know um having not uh now I've, I've investigated crimes where people have died from these things again I, I know these things because i was in sex crimes and i had to go to school to learn about some of these things there's words in this in this cookbook that i don't even know what they mean and we're not even part of the my curriculum and I was being trained as a sex crimes detective. And so these books are more, these books and these handouts are more graphic than what I was given as a sex crimes detective at Anaheim Police Department to investigate crimes of sex acts where people are harmed or killed, kidnapped and used and, and bond and, 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 and children are used in bondage that I was taught about these things. And at the time I was like, you gotta be kidding. These things cannot happen. And I uh, would find out that they do because I had over 500 cases. There's four sex crimes detective at the time. There may be more now Four sex crimes detective Anaheim police department. I'm just talking about Anaheim police department, one city in our school district, one city, four detectives. Each of us had over 500 criminal cases of sex crimes in the city of Anaheim. That means out of four, there were 2,000 annual sex crime cases in just the city of Anaheim. Why? Because we have lost our minds here in this country and it's only gonna get worse because we now have progressives or Democrats or liberals, whatever you wanna talk about in the form of teachers, superintendents, um, school administrators and teachers did I already say that? Librarians, that's the one I missed. Pushing things like this in our schools and we need to get control back into our schools. I know that this is hard to hear. I know that there's people that are going to say, they, I have had a woman on one of my shows say, shame on you for bringing this up. <laughs> shame on me. And I want to know from that woman who always says shame on me, at some point she will type in shame on me or she'll put it later on, is I want to know what part of this is, all of this is okay apparently to this woman. Uh, teaching kids about rimming, the, the the teachers associations, the teachers unions, teaching thinks it's okay to teach children about rimming. I, I, that's that's not a shame. You, have you ever have you ever sent a message to the uh, NEA, the CTA, or the APLE and said shame on them for making sure that kids were were being taught how to rim, that they were taught how to sext, that they were taught how to uh, participate in sadomasochism or domination? Or I'm going through the things here. Um, uh, 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 muffing that was not in my, in my class in, uh, sex crimes, it, it's uh, detective school. Um, have you ever, have you ever sent a message to the CTA and said, shame on them? Have you ever sent a message to, uh, Sarah Phillips over at your high school and said, shame on you for making sure that this book was in the children's library. Did it, did you do that? Whatever your name is. I don't even know what her name was. Did you make that, did you, did you send that email or did you make that phone call or did you walk into the school and knock on the door and say, listen, I need to find out why that the shameful activity has been happening in our schools. Did you do that? But no, instead you come on my show because I'm bringing it up and talking about these things. These are things that are actually happening. I, I played you a video. I've showed you a book. I've showed you the content. I've showed you the National Educator Association website. I've showed you a, a report of a story of a child masturbating in a school 
in Conejo Valley where the principal said, or the superintendent said, this is not, this did not happen when in fact it did. There's five or six witnesses that, that made sure that they, everybody, that the newspaper understood that it actually had happened. And yet you have the superintendent saying, I'm ignoring this fact and it didn't happen. We're going to do nothing to the child. We have people making claims that it's against the law. Uh, to uh, for a teacher or a school administrator to tell a parent that a child is struggling with a uh, an issue about how they feel in their body that they're not allowed to tell the parent that you have you have teachers and administrators and and school board members saying we can't do it because it's against the law when in fact there's no law that says that you can't do that according to attorneys that are well aware and and um, trained in understanding this law and they say it does not exist the Supreme Court says that does does not exist and yet they're pushing these things in the PYLUSD not everybody enough people to make make it uh, important for us to understand that Todd Frazier and Rich Ingle need to be voted to the school board so we can make sure that people that we can trust because they are supposed to be trustees that they're on the school board now, again, I, because I promised that, that um, I would say that the principal at Yorba Linda High School the, and the assistant principal did do the right thing and the school district did the right thing by contacting all the libraries. They did the right thing to make sure this book was out there. I, I don't want to go against that, but I want to make sure that everyone understands that now you can't say, well, look, it, they did the right thing. Uh, these people are good <laughs> and they could be. They could be doing the right thing. But how many times... All of you that are watching this probably have kids or have grandkids or have had, you know, uh, 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 nieces or nephews or friends that have kids. How many times have you gone into their room, no matter what age they are, no matter what age, <laughs> five, four years old, three years old, whatever it is that they, you, you tell them to start cleaning your room, you stop doing it for them. Hopefully it's a three, you stop cleaning the room for them. If you walk in your, in your kid's room past five years old, helping them, you, you're, something's wrong. They need to clean the room, not you. So um, so how many times have you gone to the room and said, hey, Johnny or, or Sally, um, clean your room? And they go, yes, mommy, I'll clean my room. Or yes, daddy, I'll clean my room. And they, and they, and they, they come and get you a little bit later on. Look at, I cleaned my room, come and see. And you go in there and see, and you go, wow, that you, you actually, you did a pretty decent job. The bed's a little messy maybe and not quite made the way that you thought it would be. But you know, as a parent, you know, as a parent, is that where do you look? Where do you look after your child, regardless if they're four or 18? <laughs> Let's do 17. 17, where do you look? Under the bed and in the closet or somewhere else behind their bed um, or behind their, um, their nightstand. Because where does the stuff go that was on the ground? It goes back in the darkness. It goes in the closet. Is it folded? Are the clothes that were on the ground? Are they, are they put in the hamper? Are they folded, put in the drawers? Are they put on hangers and hung in the, in the closet? No, they are wrapped and they, they, they push them aside. Why? Because you said clean the room in five minutes, they were downstairs saying, look at my room's clean. And you go, wow, you could say to them, wow, you, at least you did the right thing. You cleaned the stuff I could see, the areas I could see, but you hid the dirtiness, the nastiness in the darkness. That is not right. Johnny and Sally. I forgot the names I gave the kids. Um, Sally and Johnny. That is not right. That is not cleaning the room. That is merely doing something to give the appearance that you've done the right thing. You only did enough to make sure that mommy or daddy wasn't mad. That that when we came and looked, we'd be proud of you and say, you know what? You did a really good job. We can trust you now with your room. Can we? But can we? No, because all they did was hide the dirtiness and the nastiness and the darkness in the gray area of the room that we can't see and put it in a place where it's kind of hidden until you until when until you want to pull that back out again. And a day later, two days later, it's all back out there again. We have an election coming up in five days. In five days, some of these things, I'm not saying the principal and, and assistant principal at Yorba High School are doing this because the uh, election's coming. I'm just telling you, quite often these things happen for other reasons. But they will, are they truly gone away? No. We know for sure that we need to get Karen Freeman and Carrie Buck out of those seats of the school board because they've failed our children over the last several years and decades. We know they have failed because the scores are bad. 
only 30 to 40% of the kids are, 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 are at a, a grade level in math and reading. That's it. How do we know that? Because they gave us the statistics a couple of years ago or a year ago on the, on the, inside the school board meeting. On the screen, we could see them. They admitted that the school, uh, the grades are bad. And it's not because of the pandemic. Many people, oh, because of the pandemic. No, it's not. This was happening before. This is not because of the pandemic. The pandemic only exposed. Again, the, the pandemic was the opening of the closet and seeing the dirty clothes and the toys and the, and the, and the wrappers and the dirty dishes that were pushed behind the, you know, the clothes hanging in the closet or underneath the bed. That's what the, the pandemic was us opening the closet door and looking under the bed and seeing the nastiness and the dirtiness. The only way we can fix this problem is voting out those two trustees to start. And then we'll have the ability to make sure that we clean up some of the other stuff that we actually begin to clean the closet. We begin to clean under the bed. We begin to fold the clothes and hang the clothes and put the dishes in the dishwasher. We need to vote in Todd Frazier and Rich Engel. We need to vote out Karen Freeman, Carrie Buck, and begin to clean up the mess as it needs to be cleaned up. This cannot go on. And I, and I hope I did a, a, a decent job of bringing these things together, making sure that it's not about, if it was just about this book, we could get rid of this book and then we can pat the principal and the vice principal on the back and say, nice job. And then we go back to not going to school board meetings and we go back to you know, other stuff. Um, but that's not what's happening. This is just, again, a symptom of the bigger disease that we have happening in the PYLUSD and districts all throughout the state of California and the United States. This is just one little tiny symptom of what is happening and has been allowed and uh, needs to be stopped. It needs to be, um, it needs to be over. And so we got five days to make this change. We have five days uh, and we have to make this change. We need to just ignore anybody else. Ignore Steve Slauson. He's proven to be a liar. He, he he's um, it's I, I don't even I can't I can't even imagine why he's continuing with this problem, um, or, um, continuing with creating a problem uh, for us as we go into the elections. Todd Frazier, Rich Engel, and uh, Ryan Bent uh, for the um, city council for the city of Yorba Linda. All right, my friends. Again, hope this. Uh, serves you well, uh, make sure and share it out to uh, your friends and family that need to see it, who haven't made a decision yet or are struggling who to vote for, um, and to make sure they understand that this isn't a bunch of parents that are racist, that are um, uh, homophobic, that are uh, xenophobic, that are all these things that people like to call us uh, religious people. This is really about our kids and making sure we get back to education. All right, my friends, love you guys. God bless, and I will see you the next one. Take care. Bye. Mm-hmm.